Hi friends, welcome to Life with Love podcast. We all have a story to tell, here's ours. Welcome to the fifth episode of season one. In today's episode, I'll be talking about going around Paris. Stay tuned to find out which sightseeing spots we decided to see and the husband's aunt's first cultural shock experience on this trip. But before anything, today's episode is brought to you by Life Coaching with Elodie. Imagine what it would feel like living the life you have always wanted for yourself. Reaching for your goals, having better habits, overcoming a challenge, raising your self-esteem, or improving your mindset. It's time you start thinking about you. Everyone needs a coach, so why not you? Going around Paris, Family Trips Summer 2022, Season 1, Episode 5. The second day of our stay in Paris was dedicated to sightseeing. We've already visited a lot of famous landmarks in the city, but this was a big first for the husband's aunt, and we were excited to accompany her. I wanted to give my husband's aunt a mixed experience, being a tourist, but also doing things locals would do. So we woke up at around 8 a.m. and walked down the street to a typical Parisian cafe for breakfast. The area we were staying at was very residential, so the other tables were occupied by locals having their morning coffee and croissant. As I was pretty much in charge of the food orders during this whole trip, I just went ahead and got us each un café et croissant. What's this? asked the husband's aunt jokingly as she eyed her coffee. This looks like my granddaughter's tea set. You should have seen her face. It was hilarious. Of course, this is a woman who regularly orders a grande latte from her Starbucks coffee house. How could I forget the cultural difference? We had to explain to her that a regular coffee order in France is pretty much an espresso. It's small, but packed with so much flavor. I made a mental note to myself to order her a café au lait for breakfast the next day. But that moment when the waitress served her her espresso was just so funny. Oh, and what did she think of the croissant, you might ask? The best she had ever had so far. So in continuity with this whole living like locals do, we decided to take the metro to the Eiffel Tower. The Paris metro is the fastest way of getting around the city. The underground system has 16 interconnected lines and is also linked to the express train, RER. I am impressed by how they came up with it. It really is easy to get around the city, even with just a basic sense of direction. What is not so impressive, though, are the many stairs you have to take. Only a few metro stops have escalators, so it's not so easy when you have to carry lots of things like suitcases, for example. I can only imagine how tough it must be for people with disabilities, too. And there's also the question of the urine smell. My husband hates taking the metro because of that, but I have to say that it was better this trip around. I didn't smell any urine, or maybe I'm just used to it now. That's kind of sad, though. I've been to the London and Berlin subway and both were clean and smell free. Someone told me it was because of Paris subway is one of the, if not the oldest in Europe, but I don't know how significant that is. The Paris metro is almost always full and there's always the threat of pickpockets. So keep your belongings close to you. Things can happen pretty quickly. So a push, a shove or two, and then you can find yourself missing your wallet and personal things. Our technique is that we use body bags, which we wear under our shirts. So it can be difficult for pickpockets to get into. Better be safe than sorry. No one wants to lose everything on vacation and losing time at the police station. 
so our first stop was at the Eiffel Tower because, well, Paris might have lots of beautiful landmarks and places to see, but what is Paris without its Iron Lady, right? This reminds me that there's a beautiful French movie that came out last year. It's called Eiffel, and it's the story of Gustave Eiffel, who is at the peak of his career. Everything changes the day he crosses paths with his love, and their forbidden relationship inspires him to change the Paris skyline forever. I've heard amazing reviews, and I hope to watch it soon. Being at the foot of the Eiffel Tower was the perfect opportunity for us to take the bateau bus. I had gotten tickets a few months ago, but we never got the chance to use them. So we decided to buy one more and go with the husband's aunt for this trip. Basically, the bateau bus allows you to visit Paris by boat on the Seine River, while exploring the historical monuments and neighborhoods of Paris. It gives you the freedom to hop on and off, kind of like the buses, as many times as you want, so you can enjoy the best parts of the French capital at your own pace. The next blog post will be all about it, how it went, what I thought about it in details, and if I recommend it. We decided to hop on the boat at the Eiffel Tower, and we went on admiring the monuments for a few stops, until we decided to hop off near the Hotel de Ville. That's the Paris City Hall. At this point, we just felt like walking the streets of Paris and made our way to the Notre Dame Cathedral. But before that, we grabbed a few lunch sandwiches and French pastries from a boulangerie and ate on tables on the sidewalk. How very French of us. Those sandwiches were so good. It always makes me wonder how McDonald's does so well in France. I remember reading somewhere that the French are the second biggest McDonald's eaters in the world. Whatever happened to the jambon beurre sandwich? We saw a man not so far from our table making crepes, so we decided to get some. If there's one thing you need to know about S, is that she absolutely loves crepes. Sometimes with just sugar, but most of the time with chocolate hazelnut paste. This place right here turned out to be the birthplace of the husband's aunt's love for crepes. I don't know how many crepes we had during this trip after that one, but none will ever compare to the first one. After eating, we did the next best thing. Shopping! I don't know about you, but it's almost impossible for me not to buy souvenirs when I travel, even though I tell myself not to. But I've gotten better at it. I refrain from getting anything bulky, so I shot glass instead of a mug, for example. Unless it's a really, really cute mug. Oh gosh, I know, I know, I have a mug problem. Shoot me! Anyways, turns out the husband's aunt is worse than me. She got shirts, sweaters, bags, decoration pieces for her loved ones back home. Wondering if everything fits her suitcase? Uh, you'll definitely have to stick around till the end of this series to find out if it did. We hopped on the boat at the Notre Dame Cathedral. It's a pity that we couldn't visit. I was so heartbroken when I saw it burning on television a few years ago. Fingers crossed the works will be done two years from now and we will be able to visit again. We couldn't really see much on the outside except for the men working hard, but I don't think I had realized just how damaged the cathedral had gotten from the fire. The last stop of the day was the Musée du Louvre. At one point, we realized that all that shopping earlier in the afternoon was probably not a good idea. Poor husband who had to carry our bags. I am a big fan of museums, especially the Louvre Museum. The Egyptian collection is my weakness, but you know how it is. If you go to a museum, you have to spend a day in it. Well, at least I do. So sadly, no museum for me this trip, but in a few weeks, I'm hoping to come back to Paris. I really, really want to visit again the Musée du Louvre 
or the Musée d'Orsay. Oh, wait, there's also another one I promised myself I would finally go to, the Musée des Arts Forains. Oh, there are way too many nice museums in Paris. It's so hard to choose just one for each trip. But anyways, by the end of the afternoon, beginning of the evening, we decided to go back to the hotel. Oh, wait. We stopped by the grocery store first to pick up lots of water, snacks, and whatever we felt we needed. Having a grocery store near the hotel is just so practical and convenient. Anyways, that was the end of our wonderful day. Here's hoping that tomorrow will be a good one as well, but I don't see why not. Thank you for listening to today's adventures. If you want to see photos of our trip, make sure to check out our blog. So that's alifewithlove.com. I can't wait to be back again on Saturday to answer all of your questions and read your comments and tips and etc. We also have a Patreon account, by the way. So if you want to support our podcast or any of our other content creation, head over to patreon.com slash alifewithlove. For as low as one euro per month, you can enjoy exclusive benefits. Thank you very much, my dear listeners. Take care and always remember, la vie est belle.